0: There we go Good morning, church. I am absolutely terrified at this moment. Um, when I was sitting over there, I was just I had my eyes closed and my heart was and I could I looked down and literally my vest was going like this and it reminded me of um, another life, another occupation, a totally different person standing in front of a door with Eight or nine or ten other guys about to go through that door, not knowing what's beyond that door, but knowing what is beyond that door is probably very lethal, and that's the exact feeling I had sitting right there before coming up here. Not that you all are lethal, I don't take that the wrong way. Um, so, thank you, Stephen, for those, that great reading, and we're not going to use any of them. No, we are. We're going to use one. So we're continuing in the series of what disciples do. So this morning, we're going to take a look at this. Disciples believe in the God of the living or believe in a living God. So we've heard readings. We heard, what was it, four different readings, five? I don't know, nine? I don't know however many you read, Stephen. We're going to take a look at the Psalm 145 reading. And I'm going to read through it it's short and then pull a couple things out and then we're going to shift gears we're going to shift gears a couple times so psalm 145 a psalm of praise of david i will exalt you my god and my king not somebody else i'm going to do it it's my responsibility to do it it's not my it's not my responsibility to watch you or someone else Extol God. I need to do it. I will praise your name forever and ever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. Which means every day, forever and ever. Not just today in church right here, but every day, forever and ever. Every day, there we go. Every day I will praise you and extol your name. Here we go again. Forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise his greatness no one can fathom you know we watch we hear all kinds of very very intelligent people try and explain god try and fathom god the greatness the size the magnitude of god it's impossible we just can't do it no mind can fathom god one and this next one is really great one generation commends your works to another and that doesn't necessarily mean like your kids or your grandkids. We're talking maybe spiritual generations here. So people that you know who, are coming, who you are coming alongside to help build their life, build their faith, and speak into their life and faith, they're the next generation. So what did that say? Commending your works to the next generation. So who are, you, who are we doing that with? Our kids, hopefully, our families, hopefully, our friends, people you run into at Walmart. That's kind of cool. It's fun. You should try it. They speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on your wonderful works. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. We all know that. It's everlasting Your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises, even though sometimes it might feel like he isn't. He is. And faithful in all he does. And this next one is great. The Lord upholds all who fall. Do you feel like you've fallen? Do you feel like that you're a little bowed down from the weight of life? The Lord lifts up all who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down, all eyes look to you. Where do do our eyes look when we encounter trials or adversity? Do they go here, or do they go to some other possible solution? And you give them food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does. If you're counting, I have four more pages. But it's really big print, so fear not. We're not going to be here all morning. So we're going to take a look at the word living, quote-unquote living. So I looked up the definition of the word living. And there there are a lot of action words in the definition, a lot of activity in this definition. So, the the adjective, possessing life, an active function or use of persons who are alive, relating to the routine or maintenance of life, full of life, interest, vitality, true to life, realistic. So, that's all the noun definitions of the word living. Living. Switch to the, I'm sorry, the adjective. Switch to the noun, the condition or action of maintaining life, a manner or style of living. So for all of you word geeks, that was the definition of the word living. So now we're going to take a look at the action words in the psalm that I just read, since living implies action of some kind. So in that psalm, Hear the action words, praise, exalt, praise again, praise again, extol, fathom, commend, tell, speak, meditate, endures, promises, upholds, lift, bow, look, give, open, satisfy. Those are all the action words in that psalm. A lot of stuff going on. If you go back through the psalm, it's clear, absolutely clear that God is alive, that God is active, And the relationship between God and his people is very much alive and active. And the people were taking responsibility for their own life and faith, not relying on others to accomplish the works of God, but getting involved in what we need to do. So so next, I have a ton of questions. Some of them we're going to answer out loud. Yes. Yes, out loud. And some of them to just think about. So... On your way here, this is an out loud answer. On your way here this morning, what were some signs that there is a living God? Anybody. Somebody said something. The sun? Yes. Anything else? What was that in? The red maples. Yeah. Anything else? Maybe we woke up. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's definitely good. Alan made pancakes. I'm sure that's always a good morning. If we really thought about that question, we could probably list a hundred things easily if we sat here and actually had this discussion. Next, we're going to look at some comparisons. Living versus dead or dying or dormant. So a living plant versus a dead plant. We have one plant in our house, one plant that has survived at least. Um, And that is a plant that we received right before COVID really hit. Maria's father, unfortunately, passed away. He had dealing with a lot of stuff, and he passed. And some friends of ours gave us this plant. And I thought for sure, man, that thing's going to last a month, and that plant is still kicking. And we have a flag in the plant. He was a veteran, a Navy veteran. And so we have that, plant, that flag in the plant, Just to honor dad, remember him, remember his service. We see it every morning. And that plant gets watered, gets tended to, gets cared for. So what are some signs, some visible signs of a living plant? Anybody. Green, yeah. Flowers. What was that? Growth, yeah. Anything else? Yeah, these are all great, great. These are all signs. So what do you have to do to keep it alive? Water it, give it light. Fertilizer, what was that? Prune it, yeah, that's very important. Some people talk to their plants. Is there any plant talkers here? Oh, boy. We'll pray for you. (laughs) Anybody sing to their plants? That doesn't happen in our house. That plant's lucky to get water, much less sung to or talked to. (laughs) So these were signs of a living plant, right? So what are signs of a dead plant or a dormant? No, a dead, not dormant. Two very different things, but signs of a dead plant. Brown, droopy, withered, gone, Jimmy says gone, that thing is done. Can you bring it back to life? If the plant gets to a certain point, nah, that is not going to happen. I actually thought, (laughs) we we have one dead plant out on our back deck, and I thought I'd bring it here, put it on a table, and during this message, try to water the dead plant. Uh, But it was just too much effort, so you can just put that image in your mind, watering a dead plant. It doesn't work. Okay, so here, uh, getting into different territory here, Uh, living God versus a dead idol, and by dead idol, what I'm referring to is something that has no eternal worth whatsoever. So, what are, what, are some, what are some dead idols that we can maybe worship? Money? Fame? I know some guys are really into cars. Man, they, they just baby those cars, and their life is all about those cars, and the cars are awesome. Dave's not, not talking about you, Dave. <laughs> so, don't take, don't take this the wrong way. Uh, but man, they spend a lot of money on the cars and a lot of time and a lot of effort on the cars, and what's that car going to do? I mean, it's just, it's just going to fade away. has no eternal worth, really, whatsoever. So what are some signs? This might be a hard question to answer. What are some signs of a, of a dead idol? That's a tough one. What was that? Forgotten? Forgotten. Okay. Good. What was that? It doesn't answer. Yeah. You pour stuff into it. You get nothing in return. Nothing eternal in return. You know, some people, they worship their job, and you can get a lot of monetary return from your job. But that's nothing eternal. And it can even be destructive and totally destroy your life. What can it do that is eternal? Absolutely nothing. And can you bring these dead idols to some kind of life? No, you can't. Can it give life? Eternal life? No. Can it give you what you need to sustain your life? If it's a job, you can sort of argue, yeah, but eternally, no, nothing at all, at all. Now we're going to switch to a different comparison. A living faith versus a dead and faithless living. So what are some signs of a living faith? Going to church, what was that? Prayer life, an active prayer life. Anything else? Sharing the gospel. Yeah, these are all great things. So what do you have to do to keep it alive, to keep it growing, to keep it from getting stagnant and going dormant? What do we have to do? Feed it? Water it? Somebody said something in the back. Share it? Did you say share it? Yep, yep, all these things. What was that? Celebrate it. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Celebrate it. So just like dad's plan, we have to care for it. You have to tend to it. And it takes work. It takes effort. Sometimes a lot, well, as far as the faith, it takes sacrifice. As we've said before, you know, when, you, when there's an opportunity to serve someone and fill a need. Very rarely is it convenient, right? Takes some sacrifice. So here's a question. Well, this is a, a thinking question, not an answer out loud question. So are you seeing these signs of living faith in your life? Something to think about. Do you even want them in your life? Or is it too much work? Too much to ask. Just want to show up on Sunday, not think about it, not work at it the rest of the week or the rest of your life. Just want to come here, scratch the itch a little bit, and then go home. That can happen. That is really a huge question. What are some signs of dead or faithless living anybody self serving ooh that's a great one running in circles yeah hopeless yeah we can go we can go on all day with this one what was that one lack of conscience yeah, people just don't care. Yeah, yeah. These are all great. So here's a heavy question. Are you seeing any of these signs in your life? I know at times I do, to be totally honest. It's, it's like this. It goes up and down. It's never like this and stays that way. It just doesn't happen. So if you are... We can probably answer this one. What are some things you can do if you are experiencing these signs of dying, dormant faith? What are some things that you can actively do to change that? Pray? Yep. Read the Bible? What was that? Join a group? Yep. What was that, Clarissa? Confess. Yeah. Yeah, confess that you've fallen and maybe you're worshiping some other idol. Yeah, these are all wonderful answers. So, for everybody here, if there are signs of a living faith in your life, that is awesome. Absolutely wonderful. However, (laughs) there's a huge caution. We never arrive. Something that we all know, we never arrive in our faith. You don't just wake up one day, I know everything I need to know, I'm good with God, and for the rest of my life, I'm good. That's never going to happen. Never, ever going to happen. We are always in process. Sometimes, as much as our pride wants to try and convince us that we're not, we are. The people who put on fronts of having it all together and they know it all, they have all the answers, they're lying. (laughs) They're just flat out lying. Nobody does. Nobody. I'm almost finished. So, here are the comparisons, living versus dead. The difference is effort. The difference is time. The difference is care, maintenance, action. But going back to that psalm, a lot of action words in that psalm. Living and action every day, forever and ever. Your faith, not somebody else's. Your faith, my faith, your relationship my relationship with God, not somebody else's. So is it living and growing? Just sit on that question for a minute. Faith in God, for you individually, for me individually, is it living, is it growing? Is it dormant, is it dying, you think it's dead? So on your way out of here this morning and into the next week and into the rest of your life and my life, what will be some signs of our lives having a living faith in a living God? That's a pretty huge question. As soon as we leave here, Wherever we're going next, what are going to be some signs that I have a living faith and a living God wherever I go next? But for me, um, this is where it's going to go next. So, there's a good friend in our neighborhood, and his name's Bernie, and he's a retired crusty old military special ops guy, Vietnam, Green Beret, uh, airborne, you know, he's a highly capable man. He's crusty, and I love him. He is awesome. Uh, So we get together, and we uh, partake of beverages. I'll just leave it at that, and just Chit chat, just tell stories, and we have a lot of mutual interests. Uh, So Bernie called me not too long ago, and as I had initiated a text with him, he said, "Sorry, I haven't gotten back to you. Pammy just died. That's his wife, and the uh, the viewing is today, because I just want to be over." this viewing. And um, so he said, sorry, I didn't call you yet. Can you be there? It's three to five, seven to nine. Yep, I'm there. I don't care what I'm doing. I'm there. So I went to the viewing and um, it was really a challenge. It was hard really to see Somebody that you know their background, their history, what they've done, what they're capable of, just absolutely destroyed. So, we chit-chatted a little bit at the viewing. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time because there were a lot of people there. He said, why don't you come over tomorrow? So, I texted him the next day. He said, I'm just not up. So a day or two went by, and I ended up going over to his house. He lives in, in the neighborhood. Um, actually, before that, so I told Maria, you know, what happened, because she knows Bernie, and the first thing out of her mouth was you need to be available for him whenever he needs it and for whatever he needs. If he needs to come here, if you need to go there, if it's in the middle of the night. Whatever it is, you need to be available. So it's just a little glimpse into the, the heart of my lovely wife. So, spent some time with him, and it was really nice. You know, we, we both cried, and then we talked about other things. <laughs> so, so, we could stop crying. And the next day... I sent him an email with a song that I wrote not long after Maria's father passed away. And Lee did a, a beautiful video to this song. And it, it's, if, you lose, if you have lost someone, you will relate very well, strongly to this song from a poem that I read. And so I sent it to Bernie. and. Um, Day went by. Here's his response. I read the lyric. I don't have it together enough to listen to the song just yet. Here's my response. Understood. One day, if you need anything or help with anything, let me know. Maria and I are here for you. Side note can we set up a day and a time if you're up to it? When we can go on a little adventure and you can school me on some really basic metal detecting stuff, that's one of our mutual interests. Even if it's just dumb stuff in the yard. We'll see what plays out. So, for me, the what's next, Bernie is my what's next. He's going to be a pretty huge what's next. So, we all have a what's next to think about what your what next is going to be. So To close, I'm going to ask again, on your way out of here and into the next week and the rest of your life, what will be some signs in your life that you have a living faith in a living God? So I've asked a lot of questions. You guys had some great responses. So as we take communion together, let's consider our responses. And what happens next, once we leave here, let's move to communion. God bless you.